Welcome to the Chocolate Cake Bites podcast. This is a podcast where we will discuss the sweet nuggets of goodness that come from living the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Ken Williams. The opinions, attitudes, thoughts, and ideas that we discuss are those of the hosts and guests and are not necessarily a reflection of the actual doctrines of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thanks for listening and enjoy this week's conversation. It's been a couple of weeks, uh, maybe <laughs> maybe three weeks. I um, think I mentioned in one of the last episodes that I did that uh, things have been a little bit crazy at work. We had our peak season, which was Thanksgiving to Christmas, and in theory, things slow down after that, and it kind of has, but at the same time, uh, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, I have a peer who has been out sick for several weeks. It has been really almost since... Uh, November 22nd, he was out for um, a medical procedure and then was back for a few days and then out and then back for a couple days. Uh, and then he's been out since um, mid, early to mid-December, something like that. So I've been covering his operation and things have just been a little bit hectic in the last, in fact, the last couple of weeks. Um, I've, it's just been it's been crazy. So the good news is that things seem to be settling down. There have been some movements in some of the management ranks, meaning managers have been moved to new uh, operations, not uh, new, not new oper- not new operations, but new uh, senior managers. And that at least what it looks like right now is will lighten up my load a little bit, which will give me a little bit more time that uh, starting next week, for example, my boss wants his managers to have a more uh, reduced schedule. So instead of working 14 (laughs) to 16 hour days, I should be working between 10 and 12. So that'll be nice. And it is a Monday through Thursday, typically Monday through Thursday operation. That makes my uh, availability a little bit better. Uh, My level of exhaustion may be a little bit lower. So hopefully I'm back for a while. And uh, thanks to those who have <laughs> been willing to help out and express concern and etc. So I have a couple of things in the works. I mentioned when we talked about uh, goals, New Year v- New Year's resolutions, that sort of thing, that I got a message from a friend, Jeff, who has, we've finally been able to coordinate, I think, Sunday. This coming Sunday, we're going to get together and, and have a conversation uh, where I can kind of get his uh, his perspective. He's got some things that I, th- I think will be beneficial as it comes to self-improvement and uh, setting goals and resolutions and that sort of thing. So uh, you can expect that probably next week. Uh, I want to get back to a regular schedule of uh, Friday mornings. These uh, podcast episodes, episodes will be available. In the meantime, I wanted to share a... A couple of thoughts that I've had, and this is something I've really been thinking about for the last three or four weeks, uh, as I talked about resolutions and, and that sort of thing. The the thing that I think I have expected as I have considered uh, whatever degree of resolution or New Year's uh, improvement plan, whatever we want to call it, uh, over the years, is it's kind of 
I, I kind of think <laughs> that I should wake up on January 1st and feel like a different person. And the problem is I don't. I'm the same person. I feel like the same person with the same problems and the same weaknesses and the same challenges. And on uh, the 31st or whatever it is that I set my goals that I'm going to get into shape this year and I'm going to exercise and I'm going to eat right and whatever else. When I wake up on January 1st, I still feel like, that doesn't sound fun. So like I said, next week, we'll probably have a good conversation with Jeff, get some insights from him. But I want to uh, just share some things that I've been thinking about. Uh, I had a nice conversation with uh, Sarah, so thanks for uh, reaching out, Sarah. We've talked to Sarah in the past, and she'll be back at some point, I'm sure. We're trying to get Sarah and Annette. There's my obligatory reference to Annette, who is my sister. And uh, she's traveling right now. Annette is traveling. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to get together with her and Sarah at some point. We've got a couple things that uh, we have been thinking about there. But um, I was talking to Sarah, just sharing some thoughts that I had. And so I'll share share those with you. I've been been thinking about uh, putting these uh, thoughts into the into the podcast, and so I will do that now. Uh, in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, for the last the last several years, we've had a program called "Come Follow Me," which is a gospel discussion slash scripture study program, and it's evolved over the years. It, it started out as a kind of a curriculum for the youth. And really, more than just a curriculum, it was a method of teaching, teaching in the Savior's way, teaching the way that Jesus Christ Jesus Christ taught. It has a lot to do with asking deep, meaningful, insightful questions and giving people an opportunity to think and feel and, and consider where they are and what their, um, what their opportunities for growth and development are. And uh, over the last couple of years, that has evolved into the Sunday, um, again, curriculum slash teaching methodology, not just for the youth program, but for all adults. So when we have our Sunday school lessons, we have a an established cur- curriculum this year. It's Old Testament. We're studying the Old Testament. And I will say that I have never been great at the family study part of that. It's a challenge for me, and and this is something that um, I may be able to improve on. I hope I can improve on. But many times, as Marcine gets together with the kids and does family study, I'm not here. I'm Because of my work schedule, I work nights, I'm either sleeping or I'm gone, and so I just don't have a... Uh, as active a part in that is I would ideally like. So uh, then there's a personal study. And again, and I'll point to, this is not an excuse. It is just the way that I've felt over the last, especially the last couple of weeks where I've had days I don't get home until two in the afternoon. And then I wake up at eight o'clock at night and I turn around and get ready to go to work. And I'm in by nine or 10. And the opportunity for personal study has not always been an easy an easily scheduled fix, if you if you want to call it that. And so uh, early in the year, I found an app that helps with that. It's the app is called Come Follow Me. It's not something that is produced by, created by, or endorse, necessarily endorsed by the church. I don't know that they have an issue with it, but it's just an app that is made by a member of the church 
to make it a little bit easier for people to get into the scriptures on a more regular basis. The uh, app has a widget. I've got an Android phone. I'm one of those people. And I would imagine that there's something similar for the iPhone. But the I have on my on my home screen a widget that just gives me a snippet of one scripture from this week's study. And so as I look at it today, as I'm recording this, Abraham 2.10, and it starts with, and I will bless them through thy name for as many as receive this gospel. And then it kind of cuts off because I don't, my, <laughs> I, mean, I have old eyes and so I can read part of it. But if I open up the app, then it finishes the, the scripture, Abraham 2.10, which is from the Pearl of Great Price. Um, as many as receive this gospel shall be called after thy name and shall be accounted thy seed. Then I have a couple of buttons. I've got an option to read today's story. I've got some devotional ideas. I've got some um, links to the Come Follow Me for Kids or for general conference talks, both from October and April of 2021. And um, then there is a kind of a footer that tells me how many days in a row I've opened up the app. And it doesn't track how much I've read or how much time I've spent there. It just tells me I am on day X in a row. And so what I have right now, this is, I think I started, I may have started the 1st of January. I don't remember exactly. And I listened to a podcast where uh, the creator of this app was just sharing his vision for helping people get into the scriptures more. So I have right now a five-day streak, which means for the last five days, every day I've opened up this app and, and read at least one verse. And then as you dig into it, there are um, messages that are about three to five minutes long. People are sharing their thoughts, their insights, their links to, to articles and scriptures and that sort of thing. I have, like I said, a five-day streak, which means that I've missed <laughs> six days ago, I missed. And I have two perfect weeks, which means since the start of the year, we've had, what, six weeks now almost? I've had only two of those weeks where every day for those weeks, I open up the app. And that's all I have to do is open up the app. And and you would think that I would have plenty of time in the course of a 24-hour period to open up the app. And I've had two perfect weeks. And they weren't even consecutive weeks. I had a perfect week and then I missed a day. And so then I had another perfect week. I missed a day. And so now I'm back at day five. Overall, since I started, since I downloaded this app, I have 27 days that I've opened it up. And I don't know exactly how many days I could count if I could go back and see exactly when I installed it. And uh, I talked about a, a book. I'm going to change courses briefly, but it, it actually does make sense, I think. Uh, I talked about a book a few episodes ago called The Gap and the Gain. And I will tell you that the first time I missed a day, and again, all it takes is for me to open the app. That's all it takes. And I missed a day. And my first thought was, oh, I've screwed it up. Now I have to start all over. And it was such a frustrating thought. It was such a demoralizing, demotivating experience. And it, it took me a while. It was, I was really hard on myself because again, January 1st, I thought I'm going to do this every day this year. I'm going to have 
uh, an opportunity to get into the scriptures and do come follow me and and be prepared for Sunday school and all the thoughts that sounded so great to me on January 1st. And I blew it already after uh, like eight or nine days into the year. And it was just hard. I was, I was hard on myself. And then I thought I can, I can beat myself up about this or I can realize I'm doing better. I'm doing better than I've ever done. And so um, this is a way that I'm looking at this right now, five days in a row five days in a row. Now I've done more than five days in a row in the past, but right now, five days in a row, I've been in the scriptures at least once a day. I've at least read a verse towards this week's Come Follow Me lesson. I've had two perfect weeks where every day for two weeks so far this year, I haven't had two perfect weeks where every day I've been in the Come Follow Me since Come Follow Me started. And that's been, uh, I don't know, it's been a lot of years. I've had 27 days this year, and we're not, right now, as I'm recording this, this is February 10th of 2022. I've had 27 days, that's not perfect, but I've had 27 days that I've been in the scriptures. And as a percentage, that's probably a better percentage than I've had in a lot of years. So I can either beat myself up because I'm not perfect yet, and this gap in gain thinking, I can easily pick on myself because I'm not as good as, insert person here, I'm not as good as Marcin is. I'm not as good as, the, as I was when I was a seminary teacher. I'm not as good as all the people that I imagine are, are doing so much better than I am at whatever. And that's gap thinking where I am compared to where I could be or where I think I should be. The game thinking is how, how far I've come. Look at what I'm doing today as opposed to what I was doing even two months ago. I was, I was listening to, I don't even know where this came up. I was listening to a podcast and I think I uh, just had the, the primary song come into my mind. Um, Jesus, I'm not going to sing it. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus said, love everyone. Treat them kindly too. When your heart is filled with love, others will love you. And I, I like that first part. And the thought that came to my mind is so many times we forget to include ourselves in that. Jesus said, love everyone. He didn't say love everyone else. He said, love everyone. And that includes me. That includes you. We have to love ourselves. The second phrase, treat them kindly too, that includes ourselves. We need to be kind to ourselves. We are, I believe, our own worst enemy. The people that know us the best, the people that know us the most intimately are the ones that can hurt us the most deeply. And that's why it is so painful when kids do things that we think they shouldn't do, or a spouse, or a trusted partner, or a boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, somebody, parent, somebody who is very close to it, to us, when they do something, it can be very painful. And I think that is even more true for ourselves because we know ourselves 
so much more intimately than we know anybody else. We know our buttons. We know how to hurt ourselves. We know we know how to beat ourselves up. And I just don't think there's any value in that. I don't think that saying things to ourselves that cause pain, that cause uh, d- disappointment, that cause uh, feelings of of uh, discouragement. That's that's not going to motivate us to to do better. When I have somebody who believes in me, who encourages me, I feel motivated to do improve. When I have someone who's beating up on me, <laughs> I don't feel I don't feel like I want to do anything better. I just I may even find ways to resist or rebel. Jesus said, "Love everyone." That includes us. That includes ourselves. Treat them kindly too. When our heart is filled with love, I'm not sure where I want to go with that part. When our heart is filled with love, I think it's important for our heart to be filled with love, but I'm not sure that that necessarily is a um, a reason that others would love us, but I think it's important. I think it's necessary for our hearts to be filled with love, with compassion, with charity for ourselves and for others. When we do that, when we have those kind feelings for ourselves, when we can understand the, when we can understand and feel grace for ourselves and for others, then we understand we're just, we're doing the best that we can. Other people are doing the best that they can. We're not perfect. They're not perfect. We're not going to get there anytime soon, but we can make progress. Um, I don't know uh, how much more I I can beat this topic. One of my favorite scriptures in the entire Book of Mormon is, the natural man is an enemy to God and has been from the beginning. And I think this this natural tendency that we have to pick on ourselves, to beat on ourselves, to remind ourselves how horrible we are, I think that's a part of the natural man. And the best thing I think we can do for ourselves is to put off the natural man, be kind to ourselves, be loving of ourselves, just like we would with our own children or maybe a spouse or a partner or a parent or somebody where we allow them to make mistakes and just understand they're doing the best that they can. Allow yourself to make a mistake and remind yourself you're doing the best that you can. If you fall short, if you only, (laughs) if after a whole week of reading every day, you miss a day, it's okay. Start over and take the next step, it will it, it will move you in the right direction. And ultimately, that is what's more important. It's not important where we are. It's important how far we've come. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Chocolate Cake Bites. Please like, share, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating and review. We'd love to hear your comments and ideas, and you can reach out to me at ken at chocolatecakebites.com. And before you end the day, take a few minutes to consider, who do you know who needs chocolate cake?